0: Hello, today I'm back at it discussing the impact of data and the power of community. Now, without a doubt, data is the backbone of what is happening now across all the business applications, decisions that people are making, and truly those curated, personalized experiences that many of us take for granted. Uh, And this really speaks to the value, the true value of data as a critical asset for any company. However, people are drowning in data and are really struggling to make sense of it in a real practical way. So with this in mind, it's a pleasure to have Eli Audrey joining me today. Now, Eli is the founder of Ubudo, which helps companies use data to their advantage through SEO and SEM. And additionally, Eli is the marketing director for Data Hunters. Now, Data Hunters is is quite unique. It's a community to help people connect around the central theme of data, securing it, analyzing it, bringing it all together and really help people in their data journeys, um, sharing insights and perspectives all around this central theme. So data, not taking it for granted, using it wisely and strategically and more. Well, stay tuned. (music) Well, hello, Eli, welcome to the show. It's, uh, it's great to be talking with you. Finally. I know we've been, uh, going back and forth for quite a, quite some time to, to line up this discussion, but, uh, it's a pleasure to be chatting with you. And, uh, so thank you so much for joining and, uh, Hey, before we dive into some great discussions here, I was wondering if you could just briefly introduce yourself and, uh, uh a little more about, uh, uh, Eli and, uh, Peson and Budo and data hunters and what's going on there.
1: thank you very much for having me on your show i'm honored to be a part of it and uh, i'm actually very excited uh, to talk today uh, to you about uh, data and marketing Uh, my name is eli adri and i grew up in a small village in israel um, uh, in a village that is actually an agriculture village so uh, connecting me today, one of the most interesting topic for me today is actually IoT for agriculture. This is something Ooh, that yeah. I, don't, I don't work on, but I'm really interested in read, reading a lot of uh, uh, content and articles and understanding IoT in agriculture. And I think this is also one of our biggest challenge coming ahead for our, for our universe. So this is also something that' very interested to me um i i studied uh, computer science and mathematics and um i think on my second or third year it was 1999 and i started to look at the internet and i started to look at something that called lycos and alta vista and i say what is these search engines and what are they doing and my yeah. first campaign actually in paid campaign was on uh, Yahoo done with Overture. There was a company later bought by, by Yahoo. And I really realized how we can do something with the internet, how we can actually market something in the internet. Uh, two years later, and uh, actually four years later, you know, after I graduated, um, um, I was working in the company. And then I, my, my business partner at that time, Uh, who became my business partner at that time, actually told me, Ellie, there's something going on with the war in Iraq. Uh, There was the Bush administration in 2003 going to the war in Iraq, and he says, I saw the printing those uh, 55 most wanted Iraqi cards. Let's do something on the internet. Let's copy these. Let's make it a... Uh, um, a civil version of it. So we, can, we, are, we are not doing any copyright infringement or anything like that. And let's market it. I said, why not? How are we gonna market it? Let's do Google. Let's, there was Google at that time. Let's do Yahoo. Let's do email marketing. And this was actually the, my first marketing project in a very high data scales. We sold over 80,000 uh, packages of this uh, 55 Most uh, most Wanted Iraqis card. Uh, We got uh, thousands of uh, interested from from people all around the globe wanted to buy it. And we actually became my first digital marketing project that led me later into building more and more e-commerce stores. And we're talking 2003, 2004. That was actually brought me into one wholesaler, which was the first B2B platform uh, in the U.S. to connect between Chinese importers uh, in Los Angeles to the entire U.S. and also Canada. And uh, we had, in uh, 2007, when I sold 50% of the company uh, to my partner and also a couple of investors, uh, we actually had 12K members and 500 of them were active on a monthly basis. Everything was wow. just b 2
0: yeah.
1: So, yeah.
0: I was just going to say that, uh, that kind of, uh, growth was phenomenal back and, you know, in that, uh, early two thousands of what's going on. And <clears throat> excuse me, even today, we're seeing phenomenal growth in e-commerce because of what happened with the pandemic, uh, people, sh- uh, shifting to more online e-commerce strategies, uh, to sell products and services, uh, just because. You know, the COVID impact people having to shut down stores or limited access to stores so i you know that, that's an ever uh evolving world of e-commerce that uh many people are still tackling today and then also with the logistical and supply chain challenges that are well here in the us actually that are are still uh prevalent uh and i believe so all over the world but uh yeah e-commerce is a huge topic and uh uh, i'm sure we could we could go on and on about e-commerce but uh yeah. um, I did want to dive in a, a bit if you if you don't mind to shift gears uh and talk about uh data because I, I you know data yeah. is an important topic uh, and a broad broad topic but uh, what I'm meaning specifically is is data and how it impacts businesses uh what they're trying to get out of it uh, and then tie it back to their actionable um strategies around uh, their marketing efforts to um use that data to help be uh, help them be strategic and where they're going it's almost uh in an effort to become um a, a phrase that we use is called future proofing uh in uh, as part of that effort uh, because marketing is <clears throat> in one sense you know we can't go by the traditional marketing anymore of what uh people were doing i think pre-pandemic uh a lot of expectations and um, expectations have shifted and changed uh, because of the pandemic and uh, as, as personal consumers. And then businesses have had to shift their strategies as well. And all this boils down to, there's a lot of data about what is happening and uh, the shifting that's going on, but it's making sense of it to really drive action uh, around where people um, and organizations need to head. And part of that strategy is, uh, what do we do with our marketing presence? How do we engage with an audience uh, and uh, capture attention to our brand or our product or service? And then uh, making sense of the imp- influx of data as part of that strategy because uh, you're getting audience engagement through multiple different channels, uh, omni-channel engagement. So what do we do with that data? Uh, so um, I, I don't know if you could. Touch on some highlights there of what you're seeing in data and in marketing and how that world those words are colliding uh, nowadays versus you know, what they used to be.
1: This this is a great topic uh, because I, I believe that many good things are coming out of pain and my pain with data started when we started to work with uh, large companies in and uh, conglomerate you know international company that actually ask us from different department information about what's going on in digital marketing. You know, they wanted to see you know, the Google Analytics, they wanted to see the, uh, the different, uh, how it's connected to their ERP and how they can make a BI out of it. And we found ourselves actually hiring more and more people and trying to analyze more and more data. And every meeting that we came, we actually got out with 10, 10 times more tasks to do. Okay.
0: And I started. To... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's did, crazy. It seems you get to meetings, you want to do one thing, but you walk away with more more things to do. Well, I mean, that's great because you have a lot of ideas going and discussions going around that and people coming with different uh, things to think about that others maybe didn't think of. So I love having those strategy meetings where you can just discuss what's going on and uh, get different ideas swirling around and it, it creates momentum with what's going on. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: And, and and yes, it's great. But but all of a sudden you're finding yourself when you have multiple customers and then you multiply the tasks and, and you're finding yourself that you're actually, I would say, drowning in the data. You know, yeah. <laughs> when you're yeah. trying to bring yeah. and bringing the right insights. And, you know, sometimes to have the right insights, you have to have also business intelligence, you know, a person that looks at the data needs business intelligence and a person needs to know the product very well. And and this is when we started to think about APIs at that time. And then we started to say, okay, we need to connect. And I'm talking about 2011, two, 2012, where there are no Zapier and other oh, yeah. things available. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about every API you have to build yourself. So we started mm-hmm. to have these APIs and we started to get data into one place. First of all, it was just to a one Google sheet. And then later we started to build a dashboard. And then we looked at this and then we saw the, the next thing is that each customer uh, wants uh, specify, uh, specify reports to specify and specify insights to specify departments, which mm-hmm. means you have to give them the ability to customize and then we started to build some customizations and, and this is the first data product that I developed and I think the success of it was that as we got we had weeks that we actually have 25 to 30 different requests for new features in the, uh, in the reports so we knew people are inside people are looking at this people are interested in this and it really helped us you know, to bring ourselves as an agency uh, our added, up, added value as an agency, but also help the organization to draw conclusion. And I'm talking about uh, a mortgage, mortgage, one of the biggest mortgage bank in Turkey that actually decided to change all the campaigns to the weekend because they saw that people are going, young couple going to the family, having lunch together on Sunday. And then the parent says, you must buy a house. You should buy a house. And then they go home and then they search Google for
0: that. Yeah. So yeah.
1: they change all the complaints.
0: Yeah. So, well, I, I it's great, first of all, that you were getting that insight of what was happening during those days of the week. So you could be actionable on that. And you, you brought up a great point about the data is in trying to get insights. It's drowning in data. I think we're more and more drowning in data. But the important thing is, is... Uh, gathering that data together from all the different points. You talked about uh, APIs and and, uh, so forth, pulling the the data together. And then we've seen the rise of these data clouds, uh, solutions out there like Snowflake, Databricks, DataRobot, uh, and uh, and so on, um, are are services that are helping uh, folks make sense and bringing that data together. But uh, it's one thing to bring the data together, and it's another thing to try to get reports on it. But it's, it's converting that into a story that you can make sense of it, make business decisions from it uh, strategically. Yeah. Ask yourself those insightful questions of why did this happen? You know, uh, where are we going to go in, in the future? Sort of a forecasting mentality. Because um, you need to be able to position your business uh, strategically by leveraging mm-hmm. that data. And another big thing about the data and leveraging it is that data is now a vital asset to many organizations. Uh, There's even uh, data insurance uh, out there to help protect that uh, your internal company data is because that's part of your, a lot of people's IP is the data is, and uh, they're wanting to protect that as as much as possible against ransomware, breaches, and so forth. So data is a very valuable thing. I think we've moved beyond the data as the new oil uh, term that we've heard a lot. Uh, and it's, it's, it's a truly, um, huge opportunity, but I think a lot of things are, uh, a lot of times data is misunderstood. Um, they're getting the wrong insights out of things, unfortunately. Um, they're not seeing uh, the big picture, uh, around the data to make those strategic decisions. And the two, and I'll make this last uh, point. I wanted to get some feedback from you is that, uh, Data should help foster great conversation across uh, leadership. And what I mean by that is that uh, if you're, uh, say, a CFO of the, of an organization and you're looking at your financial data and some other things, you've got to look at the periphery of data, why are the finances and uh, the transactions happening in this way? Is it because of what's happening in customer service or if we're in manufacturing? what's going over here um, <clears throat> or in healthcare. You've gotta have that broader view of data, not just the this narrow tunnel vision and uh, finance. And the purpose of that is to have an intelligent conversation with your peers, uh, such as in operations or in technology or in other lines of business uh, to make those strategic business decisions um, around the data because you need to be on the same page, talking the same goals, but from the insights of you and your role. So uh, that's important to have. And I don't know what you're seeing as far as people wanting more out of their data in that way to make those strategic decisions and have those good intelligent discussions.
1: Aaron, I think you really touched the point. I think the biggest challenge of a data scientist within the organization Mm -hmm. is actually to uh, bring across the message and having the decision makers looking at that, uh, at that data and taking a business decision according to that, because data scientists are working very hard. I mean, the young, talented uh, uh, profession, and it's and they really want to prove themselves and they have their methodologies. But when it comes to the decision makers, a lot of times they're saying, you know, you don't see the whole picture. They can say something, and, and, I'm, and I'm telling you things that I heard from data scientists, okay? Or oh, yes, you really presented nicely, but, you know, uh, but um, how sure are you, okay? I mean, at the end of the day, we're doing predictions and the predictions can help when you have your data collected uh, correctly, you have your data organized. And I think now it's time to talk about the future because the future, the way I see the future of data is first of all, the usage of their de- external data, okay? Because the data that you have on your organization is one thing, and, and if we talk about uh, a large enterprise, they have much more data, but if you right. are talking about SMBs, and we want the SMBs to start using data, because right. if they want to compete and if they want to go, they need to start using the data. It's, it's like, you know, it's like in when the 2000, when you told them to have a website, they say, I don't need a website. Now everybody has a website. So we yep. mm-hmm. so want them to start using the data and their data is not enough to draw a prediction in most cases. I'm not, I mean, in some cases, if they're very specific, it should be. But in most cases, they need to know how to use an external data. They need to know what external data is available to them, what external data is governmental data you know, a city data, a data that they can buy, they can license. And, and I mean, if I want, if, you know, holiday season is coming and yep. I'm having a chain of malls in California, let's say and I want to know the food traffic. You know, if I, if I go one year back, there was COVID time. There's yep. no food traffic data yep. in my company. Well,
0: you bring up a great point because that external data impacts a lot of things. I mean, if they could have weather patterns, uh, if, if it's going to be cold and people don't want to oh. get out of their homes to go to a store to shop, well, then your e-commerce site may be uh, booming because that they want to shop online. Uh, or uh, it may be a boom for an uh, auto side because, well... <laughs> on tires, you know, people wanna get uh, specialty snow tires or what have you. So yeah. depending on your industry that you're in, weather patterns gonna impact uh, what you sell and the commodities uh, that you're, you're uh, needing to source. And uh, mm-hmm. also at the end of the day, the feedback from the customers. Um, so feedback on all these channels, like you said, um, not just your internal data. Yeah, the external data, external too.
1: data is, one, is the first part. Uh, Is the first part that we see in the future. The second part is to having to use platforms. Okay, Mm -hmm. there's uh, certain platform availables. The all, I mean, this is an industry by itself. I think that uh, exploring is one example. H two O is one example. You know, Mm -hmm. these are companies that specialize in creating a platform. They sometimes bring to you the external data. You know, they actually. We treat mm-hmm. the external data, do the licensing for you, free ones and, and paid one, and then bring you the involve the uh they actually mix the, the external data together with your data, and then you can mm-hmm. you can have a much faster uh faster uh, faster uh, predictions to Yeah,
0: I had a great conversation recently, if if you don't mind, uh, with someone who was yeah. a guest on our show about uh, we were talking about the um about the impact of the epidemics obviously, uh, but uh, also getting population data, uh, movement of people, information from city to city, if events are happening, um, you know things like that, which are all external data points that you're trying to gather from all these different sources that could impact your business. Uh, especially you talk about SMBs because they operate vastly different than an enterprise. And a lot of times on thin margins and they've got to understand how to pivot Very, very pointedly and strategically have to be super nimble. Uh, Otherwise, you know, since they're a a smaller company, that could really bring them down. Or unfortunately, sometimes we see them go out of business because they don't understand what's going on in the impact. So you're right. A lot of that data needs to be harnessed. That's really what it is uh, and, and put to work for them instead of them just drowning in it like we talked about and not knowing what to do.
1: Sure. they have to take they have to take, you know, in a big enterprise, uh, an inv- a mistaken inventory decision can be just another line in the you know in the early report for right. an SMB, it can be it can influence the entire profit for that year. So exactly. if yep. you do a prediction, for example, of the cargo pricing, we know that co- post-COVID cargo pricing. Ways, I think, ten times, you know, ten times more. I mean, so so container that used to cost two k now is cost, you know, fifteen k or something or something like that. Mm I don't know exactly the numbers, but if you look at that, if you can make a prediction as an SMB, what will be that? And looking at the different pricing, using an external data together, that's something that can help you plan your inventory much better in this term. So, I think, I think with the help of data platforms. Uh, and SMBs can actually make faster decisions and we have to remember that the, at the end of the day in the SMBs it's much faster as a data scientist, even if you're a data scientist consulted even if you're not in-house full time, you have a better access to decision makers. So if you bring the right data in finance, in inventory in you know in marketing you have people to listen to you, and to try it with you and that's how you build your position in the company as a as a part of the decision making in the company so that's a, that's something uh, important to see and yeah one, I think one that, thing
0: i wanted to bring up about smbs if you don't mind is that um unfortunately i don't think many smbs are investing strategically in their in the data usage and what i mean by that is they a lot of times you know People in SMB organizations are wearing many, many different hats and doing different roles. Um, and they're trying to source that internally to make sense of that data. And a lot of times they don't have the right people to help them make sense of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, investing strategically in the right people, the right data platforms and so forth can really help or hurt depending on what's going on versus an enterprise. So,
1: I agree. I completely agree. And 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 the last thing is really what brings me into data hunters is to building build the communities because if you and especially for SMBs if you are just starting your first day in data you need a place to organize your thoughts you need a, you need to understand the terminology you need to. Uh, you need to understand how, how everything connected, you know, our data sets connected to data vendors, connected to use cases, connected to data categories. And you need a community to support you. And this is the whole idea behind Data Hunters. Actually, uh, the community things is, I've been managing many communities doing, you know, agencies and working with many communities. And I always had a dream to have a community because there is, I first I first actually looked at it from the perspective of SEO because I think instead of me generating the content, the user is going to generate the content. So I said this right. is great. The user is generating for me the content, my SEO is great. <laughs> and then I moved into uh, to customer experience, into CX, because from the from the community I learned a lot about the customer experience, you know, the journey, the, the time on site, the pages they look, the topics they discuss how topic become viral within the community itself and how it goes outside of the community. And and this one together with the data actually brought me into the idea with a couple of other founders that we are to have a data community that makes it very simple, okay? You can go by your data category, you can go by your use case, you can go by your industry, you can see the different data sets, you can see the different data vendors that are available. We are right now have no uh, business model to it. We have, uh, we, we are not trying to sell ads. We are not trying to sell data sets. We're trying to build the community. This is the main thing. So it's really, we really focus on very high quality content. We have the data hero series that starting uh, this, uh, this month actually with uh, data, I mean, really data heroes. You know People who've been in data for 15, 20 years and have very interesting uh, very interesting uh, articles to write and topics to discuss. So we're very happy about this. And I want to thank Romy, who is uh, my partner here, to, uh, to really bring these things uh, together. And I think that this community actually can support SMBs, individuals, also enterprises, in building themselves within the data world and looking for support. Uh, well,
0: that... I'm glad you brought up about the community aspect because for one, uh, when I look at community, I've been part of uh, Microsoft communities for many, many years. And uh, and what I see is that this really helps you get a pulse, uh, a grassroots understanding of what is really going on and impacting uh, these people at their organizations. And what I mean by that is a lot of times we see these big companies with their... Um, You know, marketing ideals of what they would like you to do, but then there's that practical reality when you get down to actually doing the work. That that's where a community comes into play and says, "Hey, I'm I'm running into this issue, or I have this type of question, or I'm facing this challenge. What what have you have any of you ever faced this before? What do I need to do? What recommendations do you have? So that's where the community can come together and support one another with their Uh, expertise from all different angles and that's one thing I love about communities and people coming together to support one another um, around the central theme in this case data and uh, helping them make sense of of make sense of making sense of the data (laughs) Uh, you know so that they can uh, really uh, help in and SMBs too they can dive into a community like this because we just touched on a moment ago a lot of times they don't have the resources internally to to really rely on to help them um, understand what to do or tools to use um, mm-hmm. and things like that. So when they can tap into a community to get some great recommendations or insights, it's it's a powerful thing when community comes together. So yeah, I'm glad you yeah. brought that up because I, I, I wholeheartedly believe in communities uh, working together and uh, helping each other out. Yeah,
1: I think that uh, we constantly uh trying to evolve the product and we are now actually this last two months we're heavily working behind the scenes on the product because we we, we, the beginning of the community you get a lot of feedbacks and you have a lot of improvement yeah and i'm very happy and i want to thank everybody that gives the feedback because this has really helped us getting better in these terms and uh and what we're trying to do and i think in certain way it's already there on the uh on the site is that when you go to one place, you're kind of getting the information that you need to get started, okay? So it means you're understanding that you know this is related to your industry or related to your use case. You're understanding the questions that are around this. You see the data vendors and data sets that are around it. So if you just go to one page, because we know how community is, community is a Pareto. We yep. have 20, we wish to get to 20%. I mean, we're looking yep. to get to 20% of an active, active members and 80% right. consumer. If you just here for a moment as an SMB to take a decision whatever I need it for my business, step into this page, look at the whole pictures, write, note yourself the things. And this this is something you can start later discuss. And if you have questions, Join the community and ask the questions. Somebody will take care of you, you know, with answers. Right. Uh, so this well, is uh, so this is how we want to build it.
0: Well, uh, Eli, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. I um, we're, all, we're about out of time here, but uh, I think this is a great way to kind of cap off the discussion is is this essence of community, what it really means and, and people helping people. Um, that's what I love about the communities. Uh, not only in a physical sense, when people come together and create extraordinary things, but when uh, digital communities come together uh, and empower each other with information, because I think that at the end of the day, that's what the goal is, empowering you with information to help you be uh, better, strategic, get those decisions quickly, uh, and uh, moving forward with your business to, and really, (laughs) to be honest, it's cut through, a lot of the junk information that's out there and say, well, they said this, but in reality, yeah. it's really this. Yeah. <laughs> and uh provide you with that practical information is really what I, I love to, to see and hear. So Eli, I, I've got to say thank you so much for the conversation today. It's been a pleasure chatting with you, digging the data and from all different angles and the impacts that's going on and uh And uh, I'll be sure to do a a a special link in the show notes here for uh, to data hunters, so people can dive into the data community and get more out of it. But uh, thank you so much to uh, to you for joining me today.
1: Alan, it was a pleasure, and I really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you very much. Your show is an amazing show. Thank you. Continue.